0: Get that water out of the goddamn huddle. i tell you when you get a f***ing water break. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips.
1: I'm Molly Bay.
0: Today is August 25th, 2019. 14 days to kick off. Two weeks. Two weeks. It'll be 13 days by the time anybody listens to this. So, right around the corner. We got a game Thursday night against Dallas. All of our
1: third and fourth stringers will be playing.
0: Get to see some college football.
1: College I think that's probably an accurate description. (laughs) Yeah. And I think after the game, we'll be reminded why we don't watch college football.
0: You're going to have the guys who are straight out of college, which is going to be most of them. And then you're going to have the old grumpy veterans that they're on their last leg or they never really rose far in the league and they're... Trying to keep their head above water.
1: You brought this up, but it makes me a little sad where a lot of these guys, this will be the last time that they play football.
0: Yeah. That's yeah.
1: sad. It and is. depressing. Sad.
0: They've been doing this for 10 years minimum, usually.
1: All their hopes and dreams. At least 4 for or five making years. it in the NFL.
0: Yeah. How many of them really have that hope and dream? And then when they get there, is it like so different than what they expect? They want, I think
1: know, that's it. The, a lot of it.
0: You would think it's fame and glory and, you know. Motivational speeches and all that when it's really just grinding, doing charity work, showing up for events, signing autographs.
1: I think the caliber of your competition is so much better than you thought, too. Yes. Like the guys in your position group that you have to try to beat out for a job.
0: Yeah, you play in college. You rarely play against really good guys. Yeah. Every now and then. Probably a
1: handful all season. Yeah.
0: There's like a few teams That you might play a year. And the
1: number of NFL greats that you will play with is probably nil.
0: Speaking of which, Andrew Luck, what is off with that? Oh, my gosh.
1: 29 years old, up and retired. I can't say I blame him. If I had that much money by the time I was 29, I'd be like, I'm done for my lifetime. I don't want to do anything else. And plus,
0: he's got his architectural degree. He likes that stuff. So he might. he's probably got an architectural firm already.
1: Yeah, he could start a firm.
0: He's probably gonna start he's probably gonna start the designing stadiums or something. That-
1: I feel for the Colts fans. Everyone's oh on God. Andrew Luck's side. I am not. I mean, I don't fault him for no. his decision. No. But I do think it's really shitty timing. You're gonna give them a week.
0: Really crappy.
1: I saw on NFL Network that he only started feeling this way like two weeks ago. But still, come on, guy.
0: Once you make a commitment at training camp. I mean, you got to play the rest of the season. It's
1: it would if the Colts had known that they were going to be in this position in January, they could have drafted someone, they could have gotten someone in free agency. It, but a week before the season starts, it would
0: have changed their whole team, the whole trajectory.
1: Absolutely, now and,
0: they're just stuck.
1: And Brissett, who's their second string,
0: brisket, oh,
1: yeah, whatever. His
0: name is. <laughs> brisket,
1: brisket. Um. He wasn't anticipating being a starting quarterback. I've heard he's serviceable, but can you build your team around serviceable? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Thank God we're not going through any drama like that. I know. Thank God. How long has it been since we didn't have stupid drama? Like a week. (laughs) (laughs) It's the first year in a long time that we haven't had something ridiculous happening.
1: Yeah. I do. I don't like that. The fans booed him coming off the field. Yeah. But at the same time, as a fan, how else do you have to voice your displeasure? Like, the athletes really ignore their Twitters. Anything anything that's coming out from un-blue checkmarked people, they basically ignore.
0: Which I don't blame them.
1: Yeah, I don't either. But as a fan, you don't really have any way to complain.
0: <laughs> yeah, and if I was there, I would probably went, this would have been my... Vocal reaction, I would have went, oh, man.
1: Come on. You're making us look like assholes.
0: That's what I would have said if I was at the stadium. And, and, and you, a Colts
1: w- fan, I think, w- said, too. I hit- don't think I would have participated. I say that. <laughs> it's easy to say. What, go to the
0: game or No, booing?
1: participate in the booing.
0: But it, it, it's not necessarily that you're booing. You probably just would, would have went, ah, screw him, or something like that. Yeah. But when you have 10,000 people doing that, it all comes out of, <laughs>
1: the <laughs> murmurs.
0: <laughs> yeah. They weren't cheering.
1: And from the Colts fans' perspective, okay, they had Peyton Manning for years. They got kind of spoiled with him. And then they thought Andrew Luck was going to carry him another 20 years. And here it is. He's only there seven injured for how much of that? I don't know. A poor, a good portion. Not that that's his fault either, but
0: Peyton Manning left the Colts with a broken neck. <laughs> yeah, there's some, there's some injury issues going on at the Colts. I
1: guess so. And some people had brought that up on Twitter that if Indy had an O line that didn't get Andrew Luck killed so often, maybe he would have still been there. Which is a fair enough point.
0: And you could say that about a lot of quarterbacks. You know yeah. I mean? Offensive line is important. Speaking of which, here we go. Oh my goodness.
1: So, are you ready to get into this Browns breakdown?
0: Yeah, no, I liked it. I thought it was a great game. I enjoyed the matchup. I enjoyed of it. the win. Yeah, the win was nice.
1: I did not enjoy the offensive line
0: performance. I felt like in both wins we've had, we've controlled the game. And I feel like our kicker went out there and he kicked us two game winning field goals.
1: He did miss one earlier in the game, though. So, it could have been we had like a five point lead as opposed to a.
0: He could miss nine in a row as long as he kicks the game winner.
1: <laughs> Doesn't matter.
0: That's the only field goal right. I ever care about. Isn't
1: that kind of what you want? Someone who's not gonna choke.
0: Yeah. And it matters? He, it's like a line drive. There's no curve to his balls at all. They just and so the the one he missed, he was on the right hash mark.
1: Yeah, that's just, what BA said. He has that issue between like the thirty seven <laughs> and the forty one on the right hash mark. So maybe they need to start
0: yeah, down
1: in the ball on the left side of the field. I wonder. Yeah, out.
0: I wonder if they did that in preseason to just get him a right hash mark thing. Now they know that well, we got to do left hash mark, you know. So they'll third down it. to do do a play side. to the left, yeah.
1: Or maybe he needs to just learn how to make those kicks. But like you said, it's just straight down. So can't he just? I don't. I just know I know nothing. Yeah, I know <laughs> nothing about kicking. I know nothing.
0: It's like an arrow. Yeah. But our offensive line, worst performing unit. We're going to say that. <laughs> But it wasn't as bad as I initially thought. Okay. Which is always what happens when you They had some
1: good run blocking. We got some runs in there. So that's good to see. Last
0: week they had good run blocking too. I
1: agree. And the Browns have a good pass rush. Yes. So it makes a little bit of sense that we struggled in pass protection.
0: Yeah, we're not gonna be able to perform well against top ten. Defensive line teams.
1: Do we have any of those in our division?
0: Carolina with Gerald McCoy is going to be going up against Alex Kappa.
1: I'm not worried about that. I'm not really
0: either. (laughs) (laughs) And It's funny because, you know, I was talking about Alex Kappa last week about, you know, he hasn't messed up. Yeah. And he's had a few decent plays. Well, this week he messed up. He had two bad plays where he got beat. But his quality of opponent was top notch. Yeah. Richardson ain't nobody to be shaking a stick at. I do
1: say they're a top ten defensive line. Yes, the Browns. Yes, if not top five.
0: Yes, you could probably squeeze them in top five. See how they perform during the season. I, you know, I was on paper they looked great, but seeing them perform, you're like, yeah, they're pretty good. (laughs) It sucks. At least we don't have to play them this year. Yeah, no shit. But the offensive line, they got V'd, just about everybody on the line, and
1: that's what BA said. They lost their one on ones.
0: I didn't really see Jensen get beat. Didn't really see Marpet get beat. Uh, saw Donovan get beat. Kappa get beat. Dotson. Oh man, he was on skates. That first play, his feet were like,
1: is he just slow because he's old or just because they're not playing him
0: in practice? Uh, That was, that was a good push by the defensive end there. He really got him off balance and then just bull rushed him. Took him too at the quarterback. He's like, Hey, let's go tackle this quarterback.
1: (laughs) We'll go together. It was like a (laughs) Caleb Benenoff play.
0: Said so Dotson didn't turn around and yeah, run he towards just got the corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to make that video. But while the, the offensive line didn't play well, Jameis Winston is at fault for half of what it looked like the offensive line did bad in. He,
1: and he said that in his press conference. He said, I deserve credit for at least two of the sacks.
0: Which I respect him for that. Yes, he was exactly right. He wasn't lying, he wasn't trying to make the offensive line feel better. It was dead truth. So while the offensive line was like ten percent of the plays, they screwed up. Oh God! It was about that. I think it was. Uh, I tried to average it out
1: collectively as a unit. Yeah,
0: collectively as a unit, ten percent of the plays were bad.
1: So would we have been better off with no offensive line out there? Like ten percent of the plays.
0: <laughs> Jameis Winston was about six, seven percent of the time he was out there. He was making bad plays. He had some bad. Bad plays out there. Can't read the field and got happy feet. Now, I'm saying he can't read the field. I don't have the All-22, the coaches film. I can't see what the DBs are doing. Can't see what the wide receivers are doing. Don't know who's open back there. But the few times I did get glimpses at it, you'd see wide-open receivers and Winston not throwing to them. And I'm like, God, those are the two, the two big things we really need him to get out of, the happy feet and being able to read the field. He never read the field, number one.
1: That BA needed a fix with him.
0: Yes, and this is the this was the first time in this preseason where I went crap. That was old Jameis right there. Same habit.
1: But and people on Twitter brought this up. He didn't fumble, he didn't throw an interception. No, no
0: turnovers. So, so they,
1: there's something to be said for that.
0: Still though, and the problem with turnovers is that you give the opponent good field position a lot of times.
1: Which the Browns had.
0: They had the whole first half last night. Their whole their first stringers had they were in our territory the whole game. Whole game. They didn't have a single snap in their territory. don't
1: goal. matter. They couldn't do nothing with it.
0: I know. Four field
1: goals. That's impressive.
0: Right? Our defense was, they were snapping whips. And that's really been three games that's happened.
1: I am so happy to see. It is interesting that we're not putting up as much points as we did last year. Like, last season, it's like 30 points a game or 24 points a game. We were putting up some points. Mm-hmm. And so was our opponent. This time, it's not like that. I, have we broken it? We broke 20 points with the Pittsburgh game, but mm. Miami and the Browns, we didn't break 20 points. No. We didn't even score a touchdown until, what, the third quarter right. against the Browns? We
0: didn't yeah, we didn't score any points till the third quarter. Wow. Yeah, Ryan Griffin has been driving us down the field scoring some points. You Which I like am that. so
1: comfortable with him as number two. <laughs> no, right. Isn't I'm that actually, weird? I'm
0: actually happy. The
1: first game, he looked god-awful. And then... Well,
0: we thought he did. And then when we rewatched it, we realized the line was giving him pressure. Yeah. put pressure on him. So I didn't. we didn't mark him down as bad. We moved him up a little bit. But yeah. then the next two games, he's seen him from that light. You see that he's playing very well. Yeah. Very good football. And I'm going to say this, and this is going to hurt. I think he might could replace Jameis. Stop it. Yeah. I'm he's not- too old. I'm not saying they're going to replace, they're grooming him to replace Jameis or anything, but if Jameis were to go out, I would have no problem with Ryan Griffin stepping in.
1: Well, that's phenomenal. Blaine Gabbert went down in the game, but it was just a dislocated shoulder. So it's not long-term, but Griff was our number two, I guess, until Blaine comes back.
0: He'll probably be the number two for the first week or so. Yeah.
1: And then we signed Vinny DeSaverte back, so oh, Vinny did we? <laughs> yeah, we sure did. And so Vinny's gonna play. He's got his chance. Week four, yeah, he's, he's
0: gonna get a whole game to go out there. And he sure
1: will, yeah. What if Good he lights
0: it up? What if he turns it into like a uh, hill from New Orleans? Or
1: and then we have a quarterback controversy. Yes, <laughs> I mean seriously, <laughs> no, it could happen. I don't think so because it's week four, yeah, so the happen. caliber of his opponent is not great. I'm not really concerned about that. And then he hasn't played since we caught him
0: yeah well we're gonna to get to see him throw to a bunch of college wide receivers <laughs> guys he's never thrown to before didn't we sign him for yeah
1: he like, was there for uh, a little bit a few weeks yeah
0: so he's gotten some reps with these guys right Man, it's gonna be a mess defense is what we're gonna look at in this game we got there's like five spots everybody's fighting for so and then the rest of them are just trying to get game footage so somebody else might call them
1: yeah this game, your boy David Kinney and Mazzy Wilkins did not play that much.
0: Mm-mm, not at all, which is a horrible sign. That means they're probably gone. Yeah, we're gonna see them a lot in this game, most likely. Probably against Dallas. But yeah, if you don't if you don't play it in the third game, you're on the cut list already. You've got the fourth game to try and get one of those rare spots.
1: You might be able to get a practice squad
0: spot. Yeah, yeah, these are the practice squad guys here.
1: What do you make of Noah Spence playing 100% of the snaps Ooh, week three?
0: I'm, I'm taking back my support for Noah Spence in that I thought he was going to be great. He was, he was good in the first game against Pittsburgh. Last two games, he has been nowhere, done nothing. And he played 100% of defensive snaps Friday night against Cleveland.
1: Which was weird. Why would they do that?
0: Man, I, Cutter did the same thing, and then they didn't play him during the regular season. And you know, maybe
1: does he choke? Don't know. Can he not handle the pressure?
0: Don't know. But it's not a good sign for him, and he's going to be a backup player again.
1: I was really looking forward to seeing him and Carl Nassib on either side. That's how they have been, have been practicing with them. That's what
0: they've been out on the field. I know Nassib's done good.
1: I wonder if they'll put Shaq Barrett there instead.
0: Probably. He's made the case for it. <laughs> he's been Any showing up, and his other
1: line—I mean, all the linebackers have played really well.
0: Minter has been killing it. I know that guy is. Where was he at last year?
1: They didn't play. Didn't we bring him in after Quan got hurt? Mm,
0: yes. Yeah, and he was a backup then. So, yeah, that's sad about Noah Spence. I'm not. I'm not really happy saying that. I was very vocal about supporting him, and hopefully, maybe, maybe he's well. If he was just trying not to get injured, the coaches wouldn't keep him out there. For a full game against third and fourth stringers.
1: Yeah, no, I think this was the coach's decision. I don't know if they didn't see what they wanted to see from him or...
0: Yes. They right.
1: asked VA about it. What but he, he just said he's, you know, coach speak, he's continuing to get better or some shit like that. Right. Nothing, just a total non-answer.
0: I oh, don't know, man. You know, I've seen I've seen a lot of Noah this preseason, basically three full games worth. And, you know, he shows the flashes during, uh, against Pittsburgh.
1: He looked good against Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, but... The other two games, I mean, he's been – he hasn't been bad. I and mean, he's not getting thrown around out there. He's not missing assignments. He but just, he's
1: not making an impact yeah, on the game. no
0: plays at all. I, mean, like, I think he had one tackle against the Browns out of 60 Sixty plays.
1: One tackle.
0: One tackle. No sacks. No batted passes. No passes defensed. No TFLs. One tackle in 60 plays. Wow. Yeah. But David Kenny didn't get out there at all. I think he was – He had a couple plays with special teams. Yeah, both him and Mazzy Wilkins only had one special team snap. No defensive snaps all game.
1: And it's not promising that they're not seeing that much on special teams either because...
0: Yeah, I know.
1: That's how you're going to make the team if you're on the bubble like this. And for them only to get one snap on special teams, it's like they're not even really being considered.
0: And our special teams weren't great.
1: Did we have... The correct number of personnel on the field, <laughs> at a minimum.
0: <laughs> we got that part down. Think,
1: so it's an improvement. That's, this week.
0: that's where our That's where we peter out from there. Yeah. We just throw 12 guys on the field, and that's it. Uh, Kenny had 19 snaps in Game 2 and 18 in Week 1, but zero in Week 3 except for one special team snoop.
1: I just wonder if he's too one-dimensional. If, yeah, oh, yeah. if the only thing he can do is pass rush.
0: Yes, if if that's, if they want multi-talented guys, David Kenny is not going to make the team.
1: Right. I mean, you're on the defense. You can't play in coverage. You're not a great run stopper. The only thing you've got to offer is a pass rush.
0: It's a good pass rush, though. And he's not a bad run stopper, either. He's I mean, not. No, I mean, he's, he's average. And he's not making plays behind the line of scrimmage in the running game. But
1: but if you have a guy that's serviceable in all three, like average, maybe a slightly mm-hmm. above average. Right. I mean, that's more appealing than a one-trick pony.
0: Yes, and it's not like uh, we're desperate at the end positions. you know. Right. Although, just, just from what I've seen, just a few plays. He was, let me see. He's been in – David Kenny has been in 19 and 18. That's what, 37? He's been in thirty-seven plays. Out of those thirty-seven plays, he made—he's made four, maybe five, really good plays, two really bad plays.
1: So he makes an impact.
0: Yeah, that's uh, what is four out of thirty-seven?
1: One in nine fifteen
0: percent. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, fifteen percent, approximately. All you math geeks out there, don't be emailing <laughs> me. Twelve point eight seven three percent. Anyhow, it's pretty good. But then he's got the two bad plays that cost us eight points. Ooh. So.
1: You can't have that. I
0: know. But that's because they put him in coverage. He sucks at coverage. <laughs> Apparently, just from those two plays <laughs> that he gave up eight points of.
1: Like back-to-back, too, back-to-back. right?
0: Back-to-back. Same damn play, just about. But Mazzy Wilkins... He had 13 snaps in week one, 24 in week two. That's putting him at 37 snaps. And in those 37 snaps, he had about four really good plays. No, I'd, I'd say six really good plays. So that's like 20%. Yeah. Now that's good stuff. I mean, that, um, elite players don't get that much, you know. But of course, if you put these guys in more, they would probably. Average to the mean.
1: Well, and you have to think about the caliber of their competition too. It's not like right. they're playing against first stringers,
0: right? Yeah, you might put them up against the first stringers, and they don't they, they just get, get destroyed. Torched. Yeah, which is why I wanted to see them play Friday night against the second stringers. At least neither one of them got a chance. Uh, that means most likely they're gone. Which Kenny's going to get snatched up quick. Anybody that's looking for a pure edge rusher, Kenny's going to get snatched up. He's not going to make it to our practice squad if they plan on putting him there.
1: Right. Don't you have to waive somebody and then they have to pass the waivers and you can yes. add them to the practice squad?
0: And even when they're on the practice squad, they're still available to the other 32 teams. Really? Yeah.
1: Huh.
0: You basically just sign a contract with them saying, I'll pay you to come show up at practice and be the scout team, basically. And they can sign with anybody else after that.
1: Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that.
0: A fake. I, <laughs> I do Oh, my
1: know. God. <laughs>
0: uh.
1: I wasn't even looking at you. I couldn't tell you were talking out of your ass.
0: I, I don't know, but that's how I just assume it would be. <laughs> I don't know anything. You better about fact that. check that. I know. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'll be proud of it too because it's gonna come out right. Now with the good game, we had good defense. It was nice watching that defense. A couple of opportunities for interceptions there that didn't get capitalized on. I still don't like some of this staring down the receivers crap. You know, I mean, if you're if you're Covering a guy and you're looking at him and not the ball, the only thing you're covering is basically your body between your shoulders and from your head to your feet. You know, but if you're turned around and you can see that ball, you can adjust that to where the ball's at. If you're not looking at the ball, you can't stop the ball, basically.
1: Right. If you do if it's if you're blind staring block. at the receiver, all you're gonna try to do is break up the pass and
0: hope that when he catches it you can get it out of his hands or tackling.
1: Right, but look at MJ Stewart, he did that shit the first week and wasn't able to do it. No. Wasn't able to bat the pass out. So. No.
0: Nope. So I, I want to get them away from that more. They're not doing it as much as they have been the past few years. But still, every time I see it, I get like PTSD. <laughs> turn around. The ball's coming.
1: And plus, you avoid a flag that way, too. If it looks like you're making a play right. for the ball, yes. you don't get a P.I.
0: Yeah. If you turn around and go for the ball, you could basically stick your cleat in the receiver's face. <laughs> Seriously. And that's not a penalty. Don't know why they don't teach on that more often. But with that being said, Mayfield sucked. Really? Yeah, he threw some bad passes. He didn't have any help from his receivers a whole lot. I mean, they weren't making spectacular circus catches. And
1: we should say OBJ didn't play.
0: Right, yeah. Well, Mike Evans didn't play. So Their whole second string offense could have been out there, and it still would have equaled Mike Evans being out for our team. He's a game changer. I'm sorry. He's 14 points he every game. He absolutely is. Not that he's going to score. I'm not
1: arguing with you. But with it's
0: him true. on the team, we're going to make 14 points. If he's out there on the field, they might—they should just spot us 14 points at the beginning of the game and just give them to us because Mike Evans is on the field.
1: He is like my favorite person. Ever? <laughs> maybe. I do <don't laughs> <It's know>. like, <laughs> like you're maybe number two oh
0: my or three. God.
1: Mike Evans, number one.
0: Jeez. Come on.
1: I know it's mutual. You feel that way, too. <laughs>
0: Guess I have to now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, he's my favorite person on the team, I think.
0: He's definitely the most valuable. He's the MVP. Absolutely.
1: It's a little scary too think about not having him.
0: Yeah. Like makes injury. you kinda of sick. Of the stomach. Yeah. So injury. Like, oh, man, I'm like, oh no. You gotta be average now.
1: I know. We need you.
0: He's elite. Elite player.
1: Absolutely. Elite. I mean, he's a game changer.
0: He's the kind of guy that cornerbacks. Getting into the league now are saying, I watched your film to try to learn how to beat you. <laughs> right. You know, you were my idol growing up. I, uh, you're the best receiver ever, and I want to take you down. He's
1: only like 26.
0: I know we might have him for another five years, ten. I
1: hope so he might ten. He, you should retire a buck.
0: That's what I'm saying. Let's start a campaign to retire him a buck. I'm dead serious. I think he's down. great
1: for the fan base. Yeah, and he's really he's good. So fan oriented and.
0: He does good stuff with the community.
1: Exactly. And You
0: know I've- who's really good with the community is William Golston. Really? 92. Yeah, he's like, from, from what I've heard, I don't know. But this is from players on the team. They're like, he's the number one hands down. If there's a charity, if there's an event, he's there. You don't really? Even, yeah, you don't even have to ask him. He just shows up. He's there.
1: <laughs> That's cool.
0: Yeah. But yeah, Mike Evans, man. We need to have him retire as a Buccaneer. We, we don't have enough of that. I can't think of the last time we ever really retired somebody in like a big event ceremony. Yeah, I don't think we ever have. Jesus, that's horrible. Okay, let's make Mike Evans the first retired Buccaneer. Whether we throw a parade for, now some stuff we did to like Derek Brooks where we basically cut him.
1: But do you think that that's possible in today's NFL? Oh, isn't the, that kind of the nature oh, of the league now? Yeah, that's why, agency and... that's
0: why it would take a campaign starting now. It would take like five years to get all this right in order and make it happen.
1: We should just sign into a lifetime contract right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you he do that?
1: that? Do they ever do like 10 year contracts?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is the oldest? What is the longest contract? I've never heard five years, maybe six, right? Six years. I've heard six, but yeah, Mayfield threw bad passes. He did, he didn't look sharp out there. I like to think it was because we had him rattled, which was a large part of it because when we were throwing some looks out there and got some pressure in different spots, we were constantly throwing something at him from some weird angle.
1: And all that despite their good field position.
0: Right. Yeah, they should have had 21 points in the first half easy. But our defense showed up. I know. And Mayfield sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: I do want to go back to our offense for a minute. In addition to the offensive line playing badly, the running backs were not great in pass protection Mm -hmm. either.
0: No, except the one sack on Jameis Winston. Dario Ogunubwale had an excellent pickup on the blitzer coming in, and then Jameis Winston got happy feet and ran right into the blitzer. Got within arm's reach of him, and the guy took him down. The 44 picked him up great.
1: I like him. I do, too. I like Dario.
0: Definitely our third. If not second,
1: I know. I feel like he could be a second strong a, case for it.
0: Here's what I'm going to say. I've got a list somewhere, but I'm just going to go off the top of my head. Ronald Jones has not impressed that much. I mean, I think
1: he's average. Yeah, he's yeah. gotten some runs in there, but he's not breaking tackles. He's not.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can. T- I think Dari more dynamic. So uh, Edwards, safety. I haven't heard a peep from him. Yeah. Haven't seen him Has on the field. Has he been on the – Yeah. Has
1: he played?
0: Right, nah, but you know, his number is never on screen.
1: Interesting. I am so excited about Jordan Whitehead. He is playing he lights out.
0: He had a good game. He had a good game.
1: I feel like all preseason, I think week two, he played well too.
0: I liked him last year. Yeah. I think he was a bright spot on our poorest they, defense.
1: They've said that he is really physical and likes contact.
0: He came in one time. He was off screen and came in. I think I showed you the clip, and he was like off the ground when he came into frame. <laughs> and this wasn't a close shot. This was like a wide angle, so he, it looked like he, he hovered,
1: came like Superman, in and like a
0: missile, like <laughs> for ten yards. He was off the ground and hit the guy. Actually, he missed him. He went right by him. But was this it
1: was, last season? No, or this, was this season? A, I
0: think the first preseason game. Okay, maybe the second. Devin White. Not impressed. Oh no! I know. I'm not. I'm not like he's getting. these screwing of up. Some viability. Yeah. Just these are just guys that are aren't
1: Showing making up. plays.
0: Yeah. But
1: they're both young guys, and I wonder if it's just adjusting to the speed of the game.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Devin White is definitely kind of. He's he's not confused out there. He's just hesitating a lot.
1: Yeah. He probably just doesn't have his footing yet.
0: He's never out of position. I haven't seen him out of position yeah. yet.
1: So there's something to be said for that, yeah. But his reaction just isn't fast enough. Is that what it is?
0: Yeah, he he's. When I say he's never out of position, that's all fine and dandy. But he's never around the ball either, <laughs> oh, God. because he's always in position. He's not running to the ball like I want to see him run to the ball. So
1: he might get there. Yeah, it might be something. He did get here.
0: slammed by the offensive line. Oh, lineman, right? you showed me
1: that one. Yeah,
0: yeah. I got a I'll video out by that. the way, guys. It's on the YouTube. It's kind of a not re- yeah, it's kind of a review of the game. But it's more of like things you might have missed. I don't know. It's a. It's not X's and O's. It's schmoes and joes. Whatever it's called. <laughs> What's it called?
1: I have no idea. I've never heard that. It's Ralph's observations from the game. Yeah, just a little good, place. bad, and different.
0: Most of it is offensive and defensive linemen.
1: And there's about twelve clips of Matt Gay shimmying right before he kicks. <laughs> Ralph likes that. He gets a giggle out of it I do. It's every funny. time.
0: He's got that little shimmy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
0: like he's got a chill. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but every time we're watching it and he does it, you mirror him. I do. You I do gotta, it too. I gotta do it too. He's like, oh, there
0: it is. Shimmy, 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 go go And Noah Spence, I said him already. Yeah, we okay. talked about him. Yeah, those are the guys that I wanted to see more out of, but they just really haven't. They haven't played bad at all, but they've not stepped up and they're just not outstanding. Talk about bad players, people that have underperformed. I'm going to say Donovan Smith.
1: Number one. A number one. A number
0: one. It really sucks. You looking, never
1: want to see an offensive lineman on their ass like that. And it's been think, every game, I think, he's been on his ass at least once.
0: I want to say eight or nine times.
1: Oh, my God. In three games. In three
0: games. In, in the first first game, I think he played nine snaps. Right. Second game, 12, something. I'm just throwing these numbers out. And in this one, he played 30. The whole half. So seven, seven times on your butt out of 30. That's almost 30%. No, 40, 50. We're up there. It's it's a high percentage. 30, and then the other There was 30 this. 30 stamps. this game. I, I'm I being, don't know. You
1: You're too. just saying a bunch of numbers. I'm not following you. <laughs> I'm
0: whatever. just looking at you saying numbers. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. You I'm see gonna...
1: my eyes glaze over? Yeah. Okay. It's like when you start talking about quantum physics.
0: My point being that Donovan Smith is horrible. <laughs> He's entangled with a bad <laughs> particle. Um, Dotson really has kind of made me go, oof.
1: Should have retired last year.
0: This could be not good. Noah Spence. <laughs> oh I'm putting him on this list too.
1: He's on all uh, the lists?
0: No. No Noah Spence has not played bad. He's just been a guy. Ellington, Andre Ellington. Gone. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he might make fourth string.
1: If it's between him and Bruce Anderson, I think he's a lock.
0: Well we're gonna see how Bruce Anderson plays this week. He's gonna take he's gonna be the big star of the show, because they're just going to be handing him the ball.
1: But I can't imagine if he hasn't gotten that many snaps before game four that yeah. he's really got a shot at it.
0: Andre Ellington is a liability out there. Oh, no. Yeah. In pass protection and <gasps> yeah. in ball security.
1: Right. He had that fumble.
0: Two fumbles can be directly attributed. Two turnovers can be directly attributed to oh. Andre Ellington. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. And he's just looked not good in certain situations. But A, a real detriment. Now, the, now, there are some players, we've actually had more players that have surprised me and stepped up than we have players that have disappointed me. A lot more, actually. Camp has been a surprise to me. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. I, you know, he, he played pretty decent at the end of last year in his rotation role. But this preseason, he did well. I mean, he had two mess-ups last night, maybe three. It depends on how you want to look at it. But he was going up against top-level opponents. Of course, I'd not prefer to see him mess up, but... So did Donovan Smith. So did Martin Dodson. Right. So he's on their level. The Domokong Su had a good game. He had a couple plays where he really looked good. Scary good. And guess what? They were both on third down. Nice. I know. That's, you know how long has been since so we've had that? You need a stop, and then you're going to get a stop on third down from your defensive tackle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shots.
0: Whitehead. He's looked good. Nacho. Oh, Nacho. Nacho is playing lights out. Thank you. He's a solid second stringer. He-
1: you know, after the first game, I was concerned about our depth in the interior of the defensive line. But now I'm like, nah, we're good.
0: Yeah, I kind of want to see more Nacho. And
1: me too. Nice. I like him. Yeah.
0: like Let's rotate him in. Yeah, he's played really well. And he's got a, a fierceness about him that I like. Yeah. I mean, he plays like he wants to be Godzilla out there King Kong, <laughs> just, you know, beating the chest and slamming guys down. And
1: Oh, there was one clip in the video that you made where he's, like, just body slamming
0: somebody. He grabs, he grabs the guy, throws him down, and then, like, jumps like... in the air to come down on him like a wrestler.
1: Yeah, it looked like <laughs> a WWE move.
0: Yeah, that was cute.
1: Cute. This is football, Ralph. Shit ain't cute.
0: Nassib's played well. No
1: surprise there. He's
0: playing it at the form he was last year, which yeah. is good. Uh, Sha- Shaq Barrett, he's been impressive. Yeah, Ke- I like him. Kevin Minter, he's been impressive. He's been really impressive. Jamal Dean, I've been impressed with a little bit. He's been on the field. Dare Okunwabe, he's been impressive. He looks like he wants to just, just run the ball. You know, you know, I mean, When he gets it, he just turns around. He's just like, I just want to run this ball. I just want to run this ball this way.
1: Do you think he could compete with Peyton? Yeah. I do too.
0: I do too. Which is is great.
1: I know. I love that. Yeah.
0: Let those two fight it out. Well,
1: and then Peyton's only under a one year deal. So if he wants too much money next year, oops. We got got So I don't know. I mean, that takes a little bit of leverage away from him.
0: Yes, it does.
1: Unless he's like a thousand yard rusher, you know, then I could see you make the case for some bigger money. But. BA doesn't like to overpay for that position, so I don't Mm-mm. think that would be the case.
0: But. No. No, we're talking about a few million max Yeah, will ever pay a runner back. And, you know, not to be a jerk or anything, but that's about what I would do, too. They're just not that valuable anymore.
1: No. Runners like Adrian Peterson are far and few between.
0: Yeah, he's like the last of that class. Yeah, I
1: think so, too.
0: Tanner Hudson, number one standout on the team. <laughs> Where did he come from? Was he a guy that came from New York?
1: I don't know. No, he looks like a country boy.
0: No, the Jets. Wasn't he with the Jets? The no, top that
1: was Orndorf. Orndor? Orange Dog. Hold on. And then there was another one. Um, Leggett, and that one came from the Jets.
0: Oh, he caught, think... our, caught our touchdown last oh, night. So where did, where did Tanner Henson come from, and why is he so good and fun to watch? <laughs> he makes crazy catches. He seems like he's, he's fine with getting hit by three guys out there. Yeah, like him. I think he's been the number one standout, which is crazy. We're keeping three tight ends minimum, most likely keep four. I'm pretty sure we're going to keep four because the formations they're using, they're using these tight ends all over the place, man. We've got... Constant two wide receiver set, or two tight end sets, three tight end sets. Tight end as fullback.
1: They should because we have some badass tight ends. We really do.
0: <laughs> we really do.
1: Remember when the Patriots had Gronk and Aaron Hernandez mm-hmm. and they were like that one two punch?
0: Yes, we might. We might have something that's never been seen before in this league. I mean, look at this: OJ Howard, Cameron Braid, and Tanner Hudson all on the field at the same time for a lot of plays. Nobody.
1: Add Mike Evans into that, mix and they put two. Mike
0: Evans. Yeah, Ooh. put him on the outside. Ooh. Those three bunched up, and you don't, you won't know what's going on. You got three tight ends out there. You're thinking run, you know, or it's going to be some short passes somewhere. But you never know. With our guys, we got three really damn good tight ends. Nobody's. I don't think nobody's ever had this before, ever in the history of the NFL, has had this quality and caliber tight ends. Our tight end group is better than our wide receiver group. What? Wow. Our tight end group is better than most teams wide receiver groups and they can block. That's insane. I'd like to see OJ Howard be a little bit more physical with his blocking. He's a good blocker just in the sense that he's big and he's got great feet, so he stands he stays up. It's hard to get him down. So he just by his presence, he's blocking people. Yeah. But I'd like to see him like put people on the ground <laughs> and then go be a little for, more mean. Yeah, go go for the next block, you know.
1: Like a follow through.
0: Yeah. There's that one play The one end-around play with Bobo, where O.J. Howard goes out as the lead blocker and he misses two guys (laughs) back-to-back. And and those are the two guys that end up attacking Bobo. But Bobo still gets like seven yards. It was a really impressive run by him.
1: Do you think Bobo's going to make the team?
0: Probably, because our wide receiver group is just not impressing me. Perryman, what's he done?
1: I know. He annoys me a little bit because he's a little Deshaun Jackson-esque, like not laying out <laughs> for passes, which is annoying. Well, Like there'll be like three feet in front of him, and you're like, come on, just stick your fucking arms out.
0: Yeah, that first game, the only Ugh. incompletion, the only, the only play we didn't have for positive yardage in that first game was the Steelers with our first stringers. was that one where Perryman, if he would just stuck his arms out, he just probably would have caught it. Stick your arms
1: it. out. It would have hit you in the hands. It's
0: like, I can't run like that. <laughs> I don't know what his excuse was. But, I mean, besides him, Godwin's done good.
1: Yeah.
0: Other than that, Schnell had the good game against the Steelers, but he disappeared for the past two.
1: Yeah. B.A. said that Scotty Miller did not have a good game. He said that it was too fast for him. He just hasn't caught up to the speed of the game yet. That's what happens when you miss two preseason games. Yeah. And a lot of camp.
0: Don't know if he's going to make the team. I I don't
1: know either. It wouldn't surprise me if they cut him. Yeah, I,
0: I can't remember who I heard it from, one of the media outlets that they really like him and they want him on the team. So, But Bobo had a bad game against Miami, he dropped all kinds of balls.
1: Yeah, Justin Watson.
0: But he's really our only return person. Uh, Bobo? Snell hasn't shown anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ronald Jones hasn't shown anything.
1: And I'm not really a fan of having your running back out returning punts anyway and kicks.
0: Well, if he's your starting running back, no. Right. But Ronald Jones isn't, so he's ex- <laughs> we
1: got Dari. Yeah,
0: he's expendable. <laughs>
1: expendable. <laughs> I don't know. Did you see what happened to his knee that first
0: game? Yeah, he came back from that too. That's the one. Ba yeah. was talking about. He said Ronald Jones was injured. And he didn't. He wasn't going to play against the Browns, but he did. And he learned him. Learned something about himself as a man. Yeah, I love that.
1: That injury culture he's trying to get rid of.
0: Yes, and I, I think uh, they might keep Ron, Ronald Jones just for that, just because he did that. Not yeah,
1: t- I think Ronald Jones has a spot. Yeah,
0: he's got a spot. Yeah, Jensen's been our best offensive lineman.
1: Really? Yep. Yeah. Is that just because he's not screwing up? Yeah. Because that's kind of a low bar.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, with offensive linemen, it's that's you don't want to screw yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, you can have it's some hard
1: to measure, some
0: cool plays and good blocks and pancakes and stuff, but you know it's.
1: They don't show it's up on the sheet.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's not as important as giving up a sack or TFL. Uh, but he's played the best. There hasn't been as much aggression as I would like on the offensive line. But, of course, you know, I want these guys to be out there with clubs or like they're cavemen, just beating people silly.
1: I wonder, someone else brought this up on Twitter. I have no original thoughts, apparently. But perhaps the offense played the way that it did because we're playing very vanilla. And in a game, you might readjust, Mm -hmm. but we didn't because it's preseason.
0: Yeah. Well, Bruce Arians doesn't readjust. I know this is Byron Lefroach's team offensively. He's calling the plays, but he's probably still doing what B.A. does, and that's script the first 30 plays, or at least script the first part of the plays. Yeah. I'm sure he's got to be like in the mold of— Bruce Arians. Absolutely. I would think. I I can't see Bruce Arians handing the reins over to somebody that he doesn't know their system inside and out. And he's confident in that their system's going to work. And I think the only system Bruce Arians would be confident in is his own.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's his system. So
0: I think the first 30 plays are going to be scripted, just like with B.A.
1: But then won't he adjust after that?
0: Right, yeah. And then... We're not seeing that part. We're just seeing the scripted plays basically. but they might change the play based on the circumstances of the field the game. Right. Just because it's preseason. But I think during the regular season it's gonna be thirty scripted, at least, maybe fifteen. Million. Right.
1: And so maybe there is something to be said for that.
0: Yeah, that they're not gonna adjust. That they have that in
1: the season. preseason they just didn't have the time to adjust yeah. because thirty plays, that's a half.
0: Yes, right. Okay. Yeah, and with those scripted plays, what one of the things you're trying to do with them is you're it's called Pen testing in the IT world. Nerd. You're penetration <laughs> testing the defense. You're testing out the different parts of it with those What's scripted plays. Pen testing.
1: In the IT world?
0: Not really IT. I say IT because everybody knows IT. But in the computer science world. It's
1: called pen testing? Pen
0: testing. Okay. Computer security.
1: Right. I just learned something new today. Dun, dun, dun. And carry on.
0: So that's what he's doing with those scripted plays. And I feel like that's adjust. what
1: Bill Belichick does, too. Does he do scripted plays? Not, not necessarily scripted plays, but I think that he oh, yeah. tries to see poke you where yeah. see where you're weak.
0: I don't know this for sure. This is just a guess that I'm going on. And one of these days, I want to find out what it is with Tom Belichick, Bill Belichick, <laughs> and Tom
1: Brady. <laughs> I'm gonna spit beer out my nose. <laughs> but really, you could just say it's like um, yeah,
0: it's like the the marriage. Yeah, Ben Affleck and
1: I know, and now I can't remember. Well, I can't what remember that what that one
0: was called it. The uh, Benifer, that was the second one.
1: I cannot remember what they were called.
0: So, it was anyway, Tom Billicheck. The Tom Belichick marriage. <laughs> you know, I've heard all different kinds of theories and all this about why they've been so great. One of these days I I'd, I'd really like somebody to seriously figure it out because I want to know.
1: You're just the man to do it.
0: Oh my god. It'd <laughs> be so much work. It
1: would take so much time.
0: Yeah. But I think one of the things he does is exactly what you say. He 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 probes the defense, or he knows going in where the weakness is at, you know. And he holds those those weapons in his back pocket until the last of the game. When, you know, he keeps it close all the way through the game, and then the last few minutes he's just like, boom, 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 boom. There, beat you up, get out of here.
1: Yeah, and you don't even know what happened. They just won. It's over. And you're like,
0: what? Yeah, you're like, did they really just run three of the same plays? the Does- Back to back and beat us.
1: Were we winning twenty eight to three at halftime, and then they came back and won?
0: <laughs> oh, best Super Bowl ever. <laughs> nah, yeah, Buccaneers Super Bowl was better. But that was that was good second there. place. And I didn't even get to enjoy it as much because I went outside to smoke a cigarette. I was like, "Ah, this game's over with." Molly, did. her faith never wavered and never. She's <laughs> like, "I wouldn't go do that if I was you." By the time I come back in, Patriots were winning. I was like, "What?"
1: And I said, I told you that one's going to happen.
0: I was like, no way. We were in the hospital having the baby when the Patriots played the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks threw the ball instead of ran it with Lynch and threw that interception. Patriots won. Mm-hmm. We had the baby. We were in the hospital for like three or four days at that point. We were so tired. We kept dozing in and out during the game. Yeah,
1: I don't even remember that Super Bowl.
0: I do. Hey, You missed a good Super Bowl. <laughs> I thought you were right there beside
1: me. I was, but
0: <laughs> drugged up,
1: just had a baby. So it was.
0: Did you notice that in the Cleveland game that Ladarius Taylor blocked one of our punts?
1: Oh, I do remember that. Yeah,
0: yeah. He, he got up in there and we I mean, didn't completely block it, but he knocked it off trajectory. Ladarius Taylor, our old linebacker, formerly known as Ladarius Clanton,
1: Adarius, no L.
0: Is it Adarius? Yeah, I wrote it down wrong. I wonder if I've been saying for the past four years. All right, and that's going to do it for us. We're going to have another podcast out Wednesday.
1: We'll do the game preview since the game is Thursday.
0: Yeah, and if you get a chance, go check out the YouTube video. Relatively good stuff in there. Things you all might have missed. Some observations.
1: And it's Ralph talking the whole time.
0: Yes, you can't get better than that.
1: I'd listen to you all the time. I do. Okay.
0: <laughs> you, have, you have no <laughs> choice. I won't let you out of your cage. <laughs> uh, so we'll have that one out Friday or Wednesday. The game is Thursday night at 8. It will most likely be broadcast nationally. Since
1: it's a Dallas game. Since
0: it's a Dallas game. Yeah, I think game. it
1: is on NFL Network, isn't
0: it? I'm sure. Probably CBS too or something. Who knows? Uh, we'll have more information on that before the game. Until then,
1: go Bucks.